0: In the name of the loving, life-giving, and liberating God, who is Blessed Trinity, Amen. You may be seated. So ever since we had a child, everything takes more time. The laundry feels like it's quadrupled, the dishes are always piling up, and getting Julian out of the house is a production. I usually forget at least one thing that I need, and I don't know what on time means anymore. Before we had Julian, we were those people. You know, the ones who are always on time, checking our watches when all of our friends are late, never understanding how anyone could be late to anything. Parenthood is humbling, to say the least. I suddenly have so much sympathy for all the people around me who are just trying to live their lives, trying to keep their head above water, trying to make meaning from all that they do. We are pulled in so many directions every day. There is so much that we need to do, so much that we should do, and so much that we want to do. It can be exhausting just living one day to the next. And in walks this parable, the parable of the day laborers, who, where those who worked only an hour are paid the same as those who worked all day. In our inordinately busy lives, this can sometimes feel like a slap in the face. Not many people like this parable. And let me tell you, I get it. I understand, as a firstborn daughter who always followed the rules, why should everyone be treated the same for unequal work? And that has meant that usually this parable has shifted into an allegorical reading. The denarius that the householder is giving out isn't money, but salvation. We all breathe a collective sigh of relief. Of course those who begin following Jesus later in life should be treated the same as those who always follow Jesus. Salvation is a gift freely given. It isn't a bad reading. It's actually pretty good. In all likelihood, the author of the Gospel of Matthew had salvation in mind as he retold this parable to his community made up of both Jews and Gentiles. All are welcomed into the arms of God, whether they are first or last. And for us, 2,000 years later, it's conveniently easy. Do you know what parables are not? Easy. If you come away with an easy reading of a parable, that is an invitation to look again. So another reading of this parable is that it is entirely set in reality. This is an invitation to economic justice, an invitation to make sure all are cared for in both soul and body. The householder gives out a daily wage to everyone who worked that day, no matter how much or how little. Just as we pray for God to care for us, by giving us our daily bread. The fact that this parable follows directly on the heels of the rich young ruler is telling. If you'll remember, the rich young ruler came to Jesus to ask how to get into the kingdom of God. He said he followed all the commandments, but Jesus said there was one thing that he lacked, sell all that you have and give your money to the poor. The rich young ruler went away sad, for he had many possessions. And then Jesus tells this parable of a householder who gives a daily wage to everyone who works, even an hour. On its face, this reading can be comforting as well, until you think about the fact that we have day laborers even now, and they live a grueling existence. They have to go out day after day to make a paltry amount just to survive. The day laborers in this parable would have been right back in the marketplace the next day with no guarantee that they would be picked up by the same employer. Now, some might argue that they would grow lazy hoping to be picked in that five o'clock shift, but those who work every day to scrape by aren't likely to depend on the whims of a householder. Why wouldn't the householder take them into his regular employ? Why not change the system that requires them to look for work every day instead of just being generous to this random group? It begins not to look like economic justice at all, particularly when you look at how the householder did it calling forward the last workers to be paid for first, parading them in front of the people who worked all day, almost as if he's trying to sow division. This is not an easy parable, but there is a reason why Jesus tells parables. Every time we hear a parable, we have the opportunity to hear something new. They are like prisms. Every turn sheds new light. So as I read the parable again for this Sunday, I began to realize that we have lived in a culture so long that values work that we sometimes forget to value people. On its face, there's nothing wrong with work. In fact, Adam and Eve were given work in the Garden of Eden, that place where everything is perfect. They still had to work. And hopefully, each of us have some life-giving work of our own. We sing in the band. We parent our children. We volunteer to help those in need. We care for our friends and our neighbors. If we're lucky, then our job lines up with our vocation and we find joy in the work that we do to live. But our view of work has gone sideways if we think people need to earn their daily bread. These day laborers weren't given a huge sum. They were given a daily wage. And the first shouted that it was unfair that they should all get a daily wage. Let that sink in for a minute. For too long, we let society dictate how we view people instead of allowing God to shape our vision of those around us. Every person deserves daily bread, the right to have enough to eat each day. God has been in the business of giving people their daily bread for a very long time. The Israelites wandering in the wilderness did not have to work even an hour to get the manna that appeared on the ground each and every day. And I heard something in this that I needed to hear as a new mom and that maybe you need to hear too. We all have busy seasons in our lives. Times when the work that needs our attention the most is not our job, but something else. Times when what we actually need is rest. As busy as life has become with a new baby, I love every minute, well, almost every minute, of the work of parenthood. If we could outsource diapers and maybe some of those fussy periods, that would be great. But overall, the work of helping Julian grow up brings me joy. And what I needed to hear in this parable is that I don't have to push myself to be productive every minute of every day. Right now, I don't need to be the first laborer hired. Some days, I might be the last that is the grace in this parable it tells us every day is new and every day god will provide our daily bread whether we show up first or last so if you're working hard burning yourself out let god take your burdens give yourself permission to rest work can be holy But rest is just as holy. The Sabbath was part of creation as well. Our worth is not dependent on our work. We are all deserving of God's daily love and care. And we're all deserving of each other's daily love and care. When we can't make it into the marketplace until 9 a.m., noon, 3 p.m., or 5, We are still worthy of love. Amen.